Welcome to the Employee Lounge. I'm your host, Joe Kang, and today we'll be talking about taboo in regards to employee relations with our special guest, Bree Cobbins. Bree, thank you for joining us today. Please tell our audience what you do for Arlington County and how long you've been here. Hi, Joe. Uh, so I currently uh, manage employee management relations for Arlington County right here in Human Resources, and I've been working for Arlington County uh, almost two years. Awesome. So let's get to the topic at hand. What exactly do we mean by taboo? It could mean a whole bunch of different things, but for this uh, podcast, uh, what are we talking about here? So here we're talking about taboo as almost the game that everybody likes to play. So you have a subject and you know, you're trying to get somebody to find out what the subject is without saying the word, right? And you have all these other words that you can use to describe it, but you can't say that word. So I, I use that as taboo um, when we talk about certain things in employee relations because I think that um, some of the more sensitive topics, uh, there's a, a theme that employees shouldn't be saying those words, um, but that's really not the case. It's just that we want to make sure they have an understanding when they use those words, what's actually happening. So um, I think that a lot of things are, are, are kind of taboo. Okay. Gotcha. So in the recent county manager chat, there were some questions from employees surrounding hostile work environments. So considering that you work in employee relations, can you help us as employees figure out when to identify they're in a hostile work environment? Absolutely. So that's kind of the taboo, right? So employees usually will um, bring concerns to EMR about um, me and my supervisor are not agreeing on something or I feel that, you know, my supervisor is keeping me from being promoted. Um, they'll start to detail some things and then they usually end it with, I'm working in a hostile work environment. Or they'll start the conversation that way, I'm working in a hostile work environment. Um, so what we want to do is make sure that, you know, when employees say hostile work environment, um, they really know what that means. So a hostile work environment can result from the unwelcome conduct of supervisors or coworkers or customers or contractors or anybody really um, with who the person interacts with on the job. Um, and usually it renders the workplace atmosphere as intimidating or hostile or offensive. Um, the reason that we, I think it's so hesitant about actually labeling it hostile work environment is because usually there's optics that come with that. You know, the, the employee, there's fear, there's uh, retaliation, there, there's all kind of things. So um, we want employees to be able to communicate what's going on and not necessarily just go to that term. Okay, so that's a really good explanation. So what's <laughs> the difference between hostile work environment uh, workplace violence and workplace bullying. Oh, that's good. So workplace violence is any threat or act of physical harm um, for the most part. Uh, and usually it stems from some type of harassment or intimidation. So um, workplace violence, when, when employees say that we take that very serious, there is no... Uh, you know, we have a lot of processes in the county to how we do things, but when it, it is, you know, I'm a victim of workplace violence or something has happened with workplace violence, um, there's an immediate reaction. Mm -hmm. And so we, we do want those things to be taken very serious. Uh, if, if an employee and their supervisor get into just a heated argument um, without any threats or anything being made, you know, to call workplace violence can sometimes generate a response that's just not needed. We could possibly, you know, come into this situation with maybe some mediation, some conversation, or any other type of resources that we have. Um, but workplace violence would have us contact the police and contact EAP and oh, wow. the threat response team. There's there's a lot when, when that claim is made. We, we take it very serious. So is that more physical in nature? 
that it's labeled workplace violence or is there is there a, a different type of boundary or definition? I think it is more physical in nature when people think about it because it's the violence aspect. Right. However, if someone makes a threat against you, your life, your family, mm-hmm. your coworkers, that's definitely workplace violence. Okay. Um, I definitely, if an employee were to say, you know, an employee said, you know, when they come to work tomorrow, they're going to do something to me, then that's a threat of harm. And mm. we would take that just as serious um, because we don't want to walk into what we don't know. Um, so, of course, how that is that differentiates from hostile work environment is that you could possibly, I can't imagine that workplace violence wouldn't stem out of possibly a hostile work environment. Um, but again, the hostile work environment is some type of unfavorable interaction and in where you are, you can't do the work that Arlington is asking you to do because of the environment. It's offensive, it's racist, it's um, discriminatory. Those are the things that create that environment to be hostile where Work can't be done. Productivity is is halted. And then the difference between that hostile work environment and workplace bullying. So workplace bullying, it becomes taboo as well. Um, but they they all hit around the same premise of a threatening or intimidating environment. So workplace bullying is repeated acts of mistreatment. And so sometimes, you know, I think that when an employee is saying, oh, I work in a hostile work environment, sometimes there may just be underlying workplace bullying. And sometimes it's subconscious. Um, it, it's no different than kids in school. You know, I, there's a bully. Um, you know, there's somebody that's continuing to mess with me and, you know, every day. And, and sometimes the issue is, is that you don't really know what that bully wants. You don't really know what that bully is trying to do. Um, and that person may not even realize they are being a bully. Great. Are there signs or tips employees should use to communicate workplace concerns? Absolutely. Uh, Employees should communicate anytime they feel that the environment has become offensive, uh, which definitely could be hostile. So the telling of off-color jokes concerning, you know, those things in the office we're not supposed to talk about, race or sex or politics or anything like that, Uh, commenting on physical attributes or using crude language, trying to sabotage employees' work, um, those things definitely are some signs that employees should be vocal about their concerns. The things that are not necessarily workplace violence are, you know, receiving concerns on your performance evaluation or your your supervisor asking you to go to a training. You know, those things don't necessarily create an environment that's offensive um, or hostile, but more geared to help you improve as an employee. Along the lines of communication, what would you say to staff that are hesitant to voice their concern due to a number of reasons, but one of them could be fear of retaliation? Tell staff that Arlington County has a zero tolerance policy when it comes to retaliation. Us working in central HR, we are not always uh, we are not always aware of what's going on. So we want employees to feel open and comfortable to come and talk to us. Allow us to really be the I don't want to say the guard dog, but allow us to be the ones who help confront those concerns and and communicate to the supervisors what the importance of an employee being able to communicate those concerns are. I think the biggest part of retaliation is separating the person from the concern. And so that's why we want employees to feel open and honest, because if they don't come tell us, then we can't provide a solution. And in the event they do fear some type of retaliation, which means you came and talked to us and now your supervisor's not talking to you, or um, again, you know, you don't get asked to, to, to join the lunch group, or uh, you look at your performance evaluation and there's just a comment there that just doesn't go there. 
tell us, call EMR, let us know what's going on or ask your supervisor. Again, you know, I, I continue to kind of stress that point of, of that open dialogue, but it really helps because in the event that we do have to get involved and look into concerns of harassment or hostile work environment, it'll allow at least that supervisor to be knowledgeable that, that this was a concern that was brought to them mm-hmm. and kind of find out where the buck stopped with them that now HR has to kind of get involved. So what's the best way for employees to file a complaint of harassment, workplace bullying, or discrimination? So if employees have complaints of discrimination or harassment, they should definitely file their complaint with the Office of Human Rights. Uh, That would be EEO, uh, downstairs located on the third floor in the county manager's office. However, we have uh, streamlined that complaint process that is no longer paper. Uh, You can do it online now. If you go to AC Commons, you can go to the Employee Management Relations website. Uh, And then when you go there, look to the right of the page and there's a link to file a discrimination complaint. Now, as far as complaints about workplace bullying, we would tell employees or I would advise employees to give me a call because workplace bullying may really, again, as we kind of stated earlier, be inherent of just some miscommunication or misunderstanding. So so give me a call or definitely reach out to their departmental HR analysts and express their concern. Employees can email me. Uh, Employees are more than welcome to come up to HR and just say, hey, can I talk to Bree or call me and schedule an appointment. But in that regard, it wouldn't necessarily be so much as filing a complaint, but opening up some dialogue. Let's start some communication. Let me understand what you're going through and, and see where we can help. So, Great. So lastly, if any of our listeners want to find out more about these topics, where can they go to get more information? Be the SharePoint page that you mentioned before? It absolutely would. And great question because we are actually going to be putting out some information on the EMR website about the differences between hostile work environment, workplace bullying, and workplace violence. Um, We want to be able to kind of depict almost, give employees a roadmap, so to speak, of, um, you know, is it this? Yes. Is it this? No. Mm -hmm. Those fun things we used to use all the time. Um, But, you know, creating that. So employees, when they start to think about what it is their concern is, they can go to the site, maybe follow the roadmap and find out who's the best contact for what's going on. In addition to that, of course, we're rolling out training this summer. So Uh employees can get information on that. Um, We'll be rolling out training in late June, early August on you know, hostile work environments. And I also know training in OD is getting ready to gear up some great training on workplace violence and the prevention of it. So lots of resources. Great. Bree, thank you so much for taking the time to explain to all the listeners out there what Taboo is all about. I think I learned some new things and I hope that the listeners have some takeaways as well. Thank you for tuning into the Employee Lounge. We hope you enjoy this podcast and you'll join us again for the next episode. Please remember to subscribe and listen to new and archived episodes at any time on your mobile devices. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud by searching for Arlington County Government Employee Lounge. Please help us get the word out by sharing this podcast with your boss, your team, and fellow county employees. Until next time, stay sharp.